Yo, 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 yo. Yo. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Famously Average Podcast. You're here with your boys, JB and JR. Peace, peace, peace. We're a podcast for entrepreneurs. We're a podcast for ambitious individuals. So if you find yourself being one of those type of people, you're in the right spot. We're a podcast that has some sponsorship on it, and you guessed it. GetInDuMode.com. Go on there and check out our latest collection. Check out our latest project, Mode, where we highlight doers. And if you feel so inclined, please check out our IG page, which is at Dumode underscore USA. We are also sponsored by www.letsallwinct.com. My people, if you're trying to get into your first property, your second property, or you just want to know how much the property you currently are in is worth, log on, get instant access to the MLS. It updates every 15 minutes. But if you want to get to me quickly and fast as possible, the Instagram at Let's All Win JR. Slide them DMs for a good cause or do not slide in them at all. JB, what is good, my boy? Yo, boy, we in December, dog. I see, man. The collection is out here. Collection is out here, man. It's it's um you know, you know what I'm saying it's hey. it's getting to a point uh where the days I'm not even, you know, looking at the dates anymore, man. I'm just going by by feel now. I don't even know what date. What's today's date? It's good space, man. The, I don't even know. Today's the ninth. The ninth, man. I got a deadline tomorrow. I feel like <laughs> that's the only time I know the days <laughs> is if I got some shit tomorrow. that's due. You know what I mean? But um, I feel like everybody has expressed those same sentiments, man. I feel like ever since you know the pandemic start, the pandy started, mm-hmm. it uh, it feels like it's been two years since March. But uh, it's been a long year, JB. I mean, we were talking about it earlier. We all got older this year, man. Son, I mean, this year we years all older, got man. older. Like you ever run into them old heads who do not laugh, who always seem like they have an attitude. Yeah. Think about it. We that's, just did 2020. They went through two world wars, Vietnam, you know, Elvis died. That's the, like, <laughs> like, like that's they, the crazy part. They, you man. know, like they nothing sweet out here. Ain't nothing to smile about. Nothing to smile and, you about. know, slowly but surely, you know, I think the world is trying to get us there, but Every week we come here, and every week you guys listen, and we try to keep you guys young and on your toes, man. We appreciate y'all, man. But um, yes, yeah, yes. man, it's it's been a it's been a long year, and it's getting even longer. We got a few weeks till this year is over, but I still feel like we still in the thick of things, and it's about to get colder. Niggas about to get real, you know. Things you thought niggas was indoors before, about to be real indoorsy. I definitely am. Yeah, you know, you better believe it. Yeah, man. So uh, speaking of the week, how was your week, man? How's real estate popping? Uh, popping and grooving, man. I mean, actually, before I got here, I got, you know, I had to actually talk a client out of moving forward. And that doesn't happen often, no. you know. But that shows that you're a real one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely that. And, you know, just I, I'm at last week, I kind of alluded to it where I can't care more about, you know, kind of the transaction than, than you than can. You or And sometimes people are, there's a, a somebody turn, becoming a first time landlord, which are, which is my favorite transaction type of transaction. Cause I believe that that is one of the best and quickest way to gain traction to start gaining wealth. But uh, sometimes some people just aren't for it. You know, they're just, it's just not in them. Like yeah. they might have the want to do it and the numbers definitely do make sense to do it. But some people are the type of people that find excuses out of everything, right? Mm. And it's just like, I, I'm a real good person when it comes to sifting through the BS. And it's like, look, you don't have to give me, you don't have to sell me or give me the BS on why, you know, I don't need a wackadook excuse, yeah. something that could never happen or might happen anyway. You have no control over. Let's just call it that. You're not comfortable. Let's just call it that, you know, you you don't feel prepared and ready to move forward. What was the um, excuse they was giving you? Um, his excuse 
this time around was because we've had a couple pro- properties under contract and what pissed me off I negotiated a, a property in this market down $30,000 which is very hard to do right now that doesn't lose you some goodwill and uh no because when, if you're another realtor or if you've done enough transactions you understand that you cannot control moving parts mm. you know people back out of deals for a thousand different reasons you know some people are just superstitious some people you know lie yeah, can't do it on just, a seventh day correct some people get cold feet um so i mean you know, it is one of the biggest if not the biggest purchase people make in their lifetime yeah it's it's a big it's a big transaction you know it definitely is and the older you get the less risk you you feel like you can take yeah. right and everybody's risk level is different but what we try to do what i try to do is i try to minimize that risk by educating you and making sure that you i guide you to the best possible decision and when you know you've done that and the person still you know creating i want i want i I believe are just excuses um it just you know it you just you're not ready dude you know it's it's not it i can't be wasting the time on you yeah come back to me when you're already uh or even then or don't come back second guess it (laughs) you know no i just i talked to him frankly and just told him i don't think getting into a two family is the best thing for you you know for your personality type and the two months i've gotten to know you i don't think that this is the best move for you because when you do run into real issues um you you're gonna have to, to be overcome. able to handle it. Yeah, you know? some people just don't know how to overcome obstacles. Yo, it's real out here. The majority of people are like that. A lot of people are like that. You know what it's I mean? Not a small, I, it's not a small amount of people. There are a lot of people who just are just not good at dealing with adversity and blame everything under the sun except for them for the adversity. But um, you know, you can't save them all. You don't need to. Yeah, and I think that we talked about this in previous podcasts, and I think these past couple of years, that's where I've seen the most growth in myself. Is just you know accepting every people for who they are and not trying to force the I dog thanks you know the vision no on them and even no matter if it's good for them you know hey look I'm going to sleep well tonight I've tried to <laughs> I'm going to sleep you, well tonight <laughs> you know I tried to tell you I tried to I I put a great opportunity in front of you um if you didn't see the value Listen in it, dog I did what I could for I you I did what I could for you man you, you know? know what I mean yeah. How, what's the longest you've dealt with somebody in terms of prepping them for the process a year a year a year. So you spent 12 whole yeah. months well, walking somebody October through October to October. Somebody from... Uh, did they ultimately Black- buy? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so they better have. Oh, no, they did. No, they did. Sometimes you run into that, right? And I don't mind that because this particular person, this is one of my favorite transactions just because... Shout out to Kayona, Kay Jackson. She, literally, her credit score was below 600. Sat down with her and her aunt. She needed a co-signer just to make the numbers work for her. Um, so that was another hurdle. And a lot of people might not know that. But when you do have a co-signer uh, on a mortgage, the bank will always choose the person with the lowest credit score. So it doesn't matter if your auntie or your cousin has an 800 credit score. If your credit score is 500, that's what the bank is going to qualify you on, that lower credit score. Now, that second co-signer could help you on income and help you you know, relieve some of your debt burden to make you look more financially stable. But the credit score is a credit score. But Kay worked hard from you know clearing out uh, derogatory statements on her uh, credit report, paying down balances. There was old balances that you, sometimes you get in old relationships with people and the other person you feel like owes that debt, but you were wild enough to co-sign so it's under your name. Mm. She had to eat that, paid that. And, um, you know, this summer, everything was clear and it took about two, three months to find the right property for her. We did. And it closed, man. And um, that, that was probably one of the most fulfilling transactions to see Go. her really, really put in the work and do it. What's but the longest you, you've done that didn't turn into a... Man, I still work with... I'm still working with some people. <laughs> Years? Met. Some people, yeah. There's some people you realize are just 
bullshitters, right? Yeah. And you just, you know, especially on the investor side, because a lot of people might watch a YouTube video or an Instagram clip and all of a sudden feel like, you know, they're a real estate investor. Oh, and there's thousands they read of them. They read half a chapter on, you know, the Burr strategy and now they're ready <laughs> to go. And they checked their, and they downloaded Credit Karma and now they're ready to go. And, yeah, well, speaking of credit, man, do you see these um, experience running this booster? Oh, I, I'm on there, yeah. You, you it did it? For me. Yeah, 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 it yeah. gave me like, like five, six points. It was not crazy. Uh, uh, but it boosted it. What does it do? Um, basically, it attaches to your credit profile uh, certain reoccurring accounts mm-hmm. that wouldn't normally report on the credit, like your uh, utility bill, cable bill, cell phone, well, there's some bill reports, but utility bills, just smaller little accounts. You could tie in your Macy's accounts, so just small little accounts. Netflix, I will, saw. Yeah, Netflix, like just to show some sense of you know, because you're paying these bills. You're paying these bills anyway. You might as well get it reported to help you boost your account. Yeah, I'm you, surprised it took them this long to do this. Well, I mean, when uh, the money's fake and you're running out of fake money, you got to create a different exactly algorithm. You got to create a different algorithm to open up the market. When for more I people. saw that, that's what I thought. This is. Uh, I was like, yo, this shit is not real. <laughs> no. They just making up. Uh, algorithms now. This is a Ponzi You bought a Christmas scheme. tree this last is the year. Biggest Ponzi Guess scheme. what? Credit boost. Yeah, that means you celebrate holidays and you're a responsible individual. They're it just is, making up shit. This is man. the biggest Ponzi scheme in history, right? Like we're just inflating, inflating, inflating. Every time the bubble's about to pop, we like, find man. something else or a you know new, what? they create a new product to keep the hustle going a Heard little Heard you longer. kept your job for four years. Yeah, you know. Credit score going you up. You got your mama Christmas present three years in a row. <laughs> Pretty dependent. Credit score you're, going, you're going up. up. So it's um, didn't forget wifey's birthday. You Gucci credit score going up. <laughs> now you qualify for a high interest loan. You had you know? Valentine's Day inside it's Valentine's crazy. Day <laughs> with both of your chicks. Credit score going, you're, you're up. going up. So it's um. So you know, listen, man. Credit is still important. Uh, any little trick you can do to get your credit popping, take full advantage. Yep. Uh, Lord knows I do. Lord knows JB does, and Lord knows. Uh, I just finessed one just now, you know what I mean? Gotta, you got to do what you got to do. It's a game. You got to make it work for you, man. Exactly. What about you, my boy? What is the deal? Oh, man. Uh, same things. Rolling week to week. I told you everything is a fucking blur out here. <laughs> but um, how, was, how was the drop? Final numbers in on the drop? Are you sold out or do you have some more merch to give I, out? I, that, was a, that was a light drop. That okay. Wasn't, that, was, right. that was a, a drizzle. Um, <laughs> that was the... And when, Jay, I was referring to is the painter hoodies that uh, came out with about a week and a half ago now. Um, and uh, yeah, they moved uh, pretty well. Um, I think I have two left um, and I think it's a size small and uh, one large. Um, and uh, yeah, so basically sold out. Um, yeah, the painter hoodies were something kind of I did as like a one off trying to. You know, I had an idea. I wanted to get it to market, see if, I, if people fucked with it. They did. I'm glad. Um, but my the real drops are about to come up. And uh, that is the tech suits. That's going to be a tech sweatsuit yeah, that's coming out. We already have them in. They, now I'm just waiting on... Um, actually, I'm just waiting for a good time to drop it, to be honest. I was going to drop it today, but today was so fucking busy, I didn't do it. Um, and it may be dropped this week. So, you know, be on the lookout for the tech sweatsuits. And by tech sweatsuits, I mean, look at your Nikes, look at your Adidas. They have these nice brush fleece sweats that, uh, you know, run them about 125 on the market. Your boy JB is not going to run you 125. Um, but uh, definitely it's, uh, you know, uh, these are going to be slim fit as well. So I don't want y'all playing yourselves. I mean, I know y'all, you know, over 
a certain uh, size. Um, I want you to size up if you want something that fits a little size chart. You know what I mean? Words. You know, size up. All right, guys, on this one, on a slim fit tech suits. Like, don't don't play yourself and get, you know, something smaller because you will be choking up in that shit. Um, but uh, yeah, we got those coming. And we got some other things that's working on. I mean, I got some things I'm excited about. And uh, yeah, it's coming soon. I don't know if it's going to be a whole large collection, but it's definitely going to be dropping, um, you know, a couple items at one time. All right. What's this Yale life looking like? Semester's almost done, I'm sure. You, you, know, you know, a week or two and it's done, though. Um, to be honest with you, this semester, again, felt like, I don't know. It was just different because of COVID. It was strictly online. You had to report the Zooms. Um, you know, some classes were big, some classes were a little bit of students in it. Um, I just banged out this paper this past weekend. I got another one due next week. Um, yeah, I don't like writing, man. Writing's not, I, I don't like it. Academic writing. Mm. Academic writing is, is, it's really cumbersome to someone like me. Cause one, I'm thinking about do more drops and podcasts. You want to write about shit that you shit. care about that you really want it's, to write and about. And two, like to sit down for hours on end and actually focus and writing on this. And this is where my dyslexia has come into play. And I just feel like as I'm getting older, man, I don't know if it's the phone or just the times, but my attention span is not there. Pass me through. the Addy, man. Yeah. I don't need to sit with a doctor. <laughs> Yo. Pass me that Addy. I'll take a blue pill for two, man. Come Yo, <laughs> for real. I never took one of those in college, but I would now. Oh, I've taken an Addy, man. Yeah. Great experience, man. I bet. You get shit done. Oh, man. Listen, man. I was studying for my real estate exam. Poop, poop. Pop two Addies, bro. Well, you know, you the plug now. I was on a bean, boy. Like, <laughs> I, I, I I, never experienced anything like that before, a Limitless man. pill right there. No, it's just everything's just clearer, like a razor focus. And I definitely have ADHD. I know I do. I know I, that's hard for me to... I operate in chaos. You know, I'm yeah. at my best when shit's turned upside down. But I popped that Addy, boy. I was... Me too. But some things you can't do, like writing a paper, for instance. <laughs> it's like, I could pretty much just do... Like, I don't feel right if I'm not doing, you know, a few things. But there's certain tasks that you have to actually sit down and give attention to. And writing is one of those things. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's hard to do that um, when you got to sweatshop cooking out your fucking crib and <laughs> you know I mean? i'm over here trying to fucking make shit work you know this trying guy's to, writing a whole paper while pressing repressing sweater drizzling paint on hoodie what's good so i'm answering the phone the shit's beeping in the back they thought, china online <laughs> they thought it was a fire oh, alarm i said nah bitch i'm out here pressing baby <laughs> That's funny, man. I actually, uh, speaking of pressing, I went through my first uh, snafus. Because uh, the first time I did it, it worked out pretty flawlessly. Yeah. But, um, you know, different shit, different textures, different people getting you uh, the the materials. Because you never know which, like, degrees you got to you, how long, pressure, all this. Like, this like is a the learning curve. Math fucking equation to figure this shit out. And uh, yeah, I fucked up on one real good. Sample uh, sample sizes available. <laughs> this gonna be. Good. I'm gonna give it. Yo, shout out to Q. Q is my fucking like. If shit fuck up, I just slide it. To Q. Q is fucking happy as hell. Um, or even myself. I I'll rock this shit. I will rock the fuck up shit. But I'm not gonna sell it to nobody. Um, who knows if Dumo pops off and the way I envision it to. You can even throw those online and yeah, it's just like fetch you a good year, dollar. You know, you know what I mean? mean? I see niggas do that. Like. Nigga. I'm a, what? Have you seen these Pokemon cards? Nigga? They got a Charizard card going for a half a million dollars. Had me in my garage looking crazy. I <laughs> like, I, I know I got one. one. I had one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> I knew I had one of them motherfuckers Yo, somewhere. That's, that's one of my bigger regrets as 
I had these things as a younger. I had Ken Griffey rookie cards. Oh, bro. I had fucking. I had Upper Deck Michael Jordan cards. I'm talking about like Upper Deck, like Penny Hardaway when he first hit. Like, I'm talking real shit. Shout out to my mom. I love you, mom. (laughs) But you threw away things that could. We could be sitting pretty on some things. I remember one summer I came home, my mom was on a cleaning spree and went, let's go. By cleaning spree, I mean. (laughs) Throwing your shit out. Throwing it away. And she threw away. My cards, she threw away, you know, <laughs> she threw away my CD. Remember back when CDs um, uh, and cars, you had CD oh, face. Oh, the folders? Oh, oh, the face? The okay, faces. okay, okay, yeah. So, so nobody you steals your joint? You could yeah, pop your yeah. face off your CD player Damn, so no one steals this was an era. She threw away my CD face. The plate? She just, I was like, Ma, I can't listen to music now because you're throwing away the plate. She was like, oh, I thought it was junk. I was like, nah, <laughs> I was just holding it till I got back. But, That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. man. So, um. Yeah, I forgot what we were talking about, but... No, we were talking about you throwing up those new movies on eBay. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got saved on You never know what happens in the future. You I never s- know, man. I'm seeing Nike vintage shit going for, like, <laughs> a good grip. Yo, what it is, they're saying that a lot of cats who, you know, we are now, the millennials, too, are people who have the bread, who don't mind spending on nostalgia. Like, we this got is, the bread now. This like, is a perfect we, time. Thir- this is the... Per- this is the I'm not going to lie. When they said adults... You know. I was thinking about this age because <laughs> yes. you're old enough to buy the shit that you want, but you're young enough to still want the shit that you want. Like, oh I still like God. sneakers and that's okay. I got let down with a pair of sneakers, yo. Those Fords with fire red Fords, man. You got let go down? Yo, man. I Somebody saw... picked them shits up at Dick Sporting Goods. Yo, I, yo it lo- looks like it belongs at Dick's. I yeah. was so disappointed, man. I haven't bought a pair of Jordans in a minute. I can't tell you how long. So that Saturday... Was it Saturday? It could have been Thanksgiving. I don't know. I wake up. <laughs> it's a breeze. I, I, we don't know what day it is anymore. I, yeah, I don't know what day it is. I wake up and the the, the app pops up and says, you know, you, good, you, you want these. Mac in the building. You know, do you want these? You know, click it. Apple pay it. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's see if, let's see if I win these shits. Boom. Got them. I'm feeling good. I'm thinking I want something rare, something good. <laughs> it's some regular bullshit. I fucking, you know, buy it. Wait patiently for my shit to come in. They hit you with that. Sorry. No, nah, I came through. Oh. But when I opened the package and looked at it, I was just like, what the fuck is this? They're not as... The quality ah. of Jordans, are, I didn't know that it fell off that bad. Like Depends. Yo, bro. See, <sighs> the game is fucked up. Let me, let me give you guys some <laughs> games. I've, I've been through it. And you're talking from a sneakerhead to I, I chilled. So let's start from the beginning, man. <laughs> the Genesis. Back in you know middle school, whatever, those were like the... When Jordan came out with the first iteration of said Jordan, mm. those were the best quality Jordan because they were just like real leather, yes, real boat. Like it was a my fire fives, my first. It was a real Jordans. shoe, and ever since, all the retros that you get are diminishing just a bit each year. They come out. If, so you've got a third generation of some Jordans. You got the worst version of said Jordans. Yo, and I felt hype because they had the Nike emblem on it. Like this is like you know throwback bread throwback Jordans. But the irony Bulls is, is that way. they are. Diminishing in quality, but going up in price. Yo, 200 beans, right? That's like a whole backsplash. This is yeah. the way my mind goes. <laughs> I'm getting thrown up backsplash. This is a whole backsplash. That's a fucking mirror. Just, you know, so, so it's like, bro, this shit is made out of like plastic, yeah, garbage bag right. paper. And like, you know, <laughs> you could have made hey, this shit. Yo, real shit, nigga. I got a contractor right now that I could probably fix some shits up. Yo, that shit was disappointing, man. It's, it's crazy. And it was here. just like pleather. Like, it just came out it came out the box creased almost i was just like oh my goodness yo what happened to the brand bro i think we get into that later on off whites and all that shit though i will say they those have come with some you know 
some real quality. I don't know if they're doing them different. I don't know what the case is. I don't know. But either way. I was let down, bro. Talk about the clubhouse real quick, man. Everybody chat about this clubhouse, man. We got the man. clubhouse aficionado oh, just yeah, walked the in. First, the first person ever to put me on the clubhouse. Put us on. She came in. She was like, What's yo, y'all like, on or nah? Yeah, like, y'all want this invite or nah? What's going on? Let me tell y'all what clubhouse is. Please. So clubhouse is an app that allows people to uh, chat with each other via audio mediums and uh, connect in various ways through various rooms that they call it. And the rooms have different topics and uh, you could just hop into any room, listen to all these conversations. You can be connected to uh, high level power players in said industry that you want to go into or regular everyday folks who are talking about their plight of their day or their experience doing said things. So depending on what the topic is, uh, will dictate what the conversation is and who's in the rooms. Um, and they have a variety of rooms, bro. Like they talk about entrepreneurship. They talk about uh, healing. They talk about mental health. They talk about ratchetness. I mean, this shit needs in there just shooting a shot. There's literally a room called Shoot Your Shot. And um, yeah, I was in, I went into a room that played me. <laughs> what? The, the thing said creatives and something. I forgot what the name, but it had something to do with creatives. I'm thinking I'm about to go get some gems, listen to, you know, creatives talk about creative shit. Nah, it was niggas doing the speed dating, essentially. Let's go. And it was like, yo, we got 30 seconds to, <laughs> to pitch. Every joint just asking you questions. It's Bro, no matter where like, you yeah, at, you going to find. It's any app you find. You know. But Mac, tell us more about Clubhouse. Man, I love Clubhouse. Um, I got on it pretty, it's recent, but Clubhouse moved so fast because they're building out the culture that um, my early November feels like last year <laughs> because the updates are consistent like, and they happen every few days. They're listening to everything you say and they're making rules. You're basically making the rules. Clubhouse is in the beta format right now. Uh, so it's not open to the public, even though it probably will remain an invite only app. There's like a wait line. You can skip line if you already know somebody that's there and they approve you. They can deny or approve you to skip line. And it's like random how the algorithm works. <laughs> not really sure because I've actually allowed a few people to jump line that I was like oh I hope I really do know this person and they're not gonna mess you up <laughs> um, or you can just use some of the invites that they give you but it's been dope like I've gotten uh, like you know freelance jobs up there there are the job job rooms I have a few friends that I know that are a pretty industry in the space shout out to Julius Stokes he has his own club and he has like thousands and thousands of followers but he does um him and this guy Irv, they do this job forum where people come up and they talk about the, the different job opportunities that they have across the world, honestly. That's dope. It's really dope. And like on his uh, room and a few other rooms, I've uh, acquired a few different jobs with a few different people. Um, but other than that, you know, it's like Twitter after dark, after like 9, yeah, it gets wrong. 7 p.m. Honestly, it gets kind of crazy. Like JB said, you got to make sure that whoever you're following follows good people because it's just like that Instagram, Facebook algorithm where if you That's follow somebody around nonsense. The part that I got a problem with. Yeah, it's hard to find a good you room. Can't, you can't f- look for a room that you want to go into. It has to show up on your feed. And that is all predicated on who you're following. Mm. But you're only going to continue to follow people that's on in the rooms so that you're allowed to go So they're veering you towards in. where you should be, yeah. where, you, right. where they and want you I to go. I want to go into said different rooms. But if I'm at, on there at 10, like Max said, after 7, then like, let's say there's 10 rooms available. Eight of those bad boys is shit that Something I don't care to be in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know. What would you say? Do you guys remember when you guys first got on Instagram and Twitter? Do you guys, like, could you guys compare it to that first? Uh... <laughs> I got on Twitter at the, my senior year of college. Mm. 
I think I was a freshman in college. And I caught a maybe, body off of that. Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was. Or maybe a senior mm-hmm. in high school. Twitter, Twitter, when I got on Twitter, was just groundbreaking. And so, yes and no, because Twitter was for the people. Facebook, I would say, because it was exclusive. Like, you had to be in college. You had to get that Facebook email. Facebook was the raw. So like, I felt like Facebook was like, you. They had to figure it out. We just have. All, it was just people in college. You had to have a college. You were email. getting higher quality Bags. And you were back at higher quality. It was just a circle of people that you it's wanted just, to. Yeah, it's like you. But then once school. Facebook opened up, let your aunties, your uncles, your it grandparents get on there. Now, you so know, like, uh, now all the people that comment on your shit is, you know, just your family <laughs> members and shit. The hood got on. You know, that's all that is. And Twitter, Twitter, I didn't believe in at first. I just, you know, whatever. I, the people on my team were on it. I kind of was like, I'll get on it because they on it. But I didn't really do anything with it. So I didn't maximize Twitter. Uh, to its fullest potential. I think you hit around the nail, Mac, when you said free. I mean, when I think of Twitter, like this early Twitter, when I first got on Twitter, was that was it free. Like, I, you could just say anything, yeah, you feel say anything. anything, no repercussions. It was just, lit. Hey, you know, you could just throw anything <laughs> out there. Just, just If you go back and read my old tweets, man. I'm going to jail. I had to delete anything. a lot of my, twi- my I tweets. I deleted my Twitter. Uh, let me tell, I had to remove because when <laughs> I realized the they were archiving that. I, I didn't delete oh, tweets. No. I deleted the Twitter. I was like, I don't, I don't even want to be a politician. <laughs> but I was Nobody like, I'm not going to get in the office with these tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I say a little bit bad of anything. News. Yeah, my online. Um, Did you say you think Bill Cosby is innocent? <laughs> is that what you said here? That's no. In 2013, news. you said you that R. Kelly was, was singing at your wedding. It was is a, that what you it said? It was a dark time. <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> Did you say you let R. Kelly in your baby shower in Yo. 2013? Is no, that no, what no. you said? No, thank you. <laughs> no, but, but Clubhouse is one of those, uh, is actually one of the first times, if not the only time that I can remember where I, one, I got on the app when it was fairly new because I usually am the late person to get on the <laughs> app too. Uh, everybody got to go, you know, jump on it, tell me how it is, and then I might jump on it. But, uh, you know, for business purposes, I was like, all right, Max sold it to me. Another person who I uh, think they're, think highly of their opinion told it to me. I was like, fuck it, let's get on. I get put on, and immediately I was like, okay, I see how this could be of value. And I think at this time, this point in time today, that it is valuable, the window uh, is closing. Because more people are jumping on I me. Mean, I just told them before this started, like half the hood done jumped on. Jumped on and uh they uh, followed me in the past two days. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, I see where this is going. Yeah. Like, you know. It used to be super industry. So you yeah. had your high level executives. If you never heard about Clubhouse before, it's the easy hashtag on any social media platform. But you get your I mean, Kevin Hart did a big room and, and easily left because they got him the F up out of there. They cussed him. Kanye, out. I was doing I saw one with Kanye. It was there. a fake one. The, it was the Kanye's coming in ten minutes. Yeah, like, and then they shut here. down the room, but she wanted to damn masked. Thousand and those rooms, those rooms hadn't really started getting up to like the four, five, six, and seven thousands until in the last like maybe two to three weeks. It's been kind of crazy. They're valued at a hundred million, son. And they don't know, so they haven't monetized yet. So that's the biggest thing. When I first got on early November, they were talking about like once people are able to. buy ads and stuff like that it's gonna kind of ruin it but everybody up here is going to take advantage of it because this is the only space right now where a celebrity still feels like a normal person like i just said kevin hart came up there and got cussed out not to say celebrities don't get cussed out but we are speaking there's no other way to express yourself other than the tone of your voice and can't all speak at the same time so you're having a direct one-on-one maybe two other people at at max are going to talk at the same time of you because the culture is pretty good so you might have thousands of people in the room 
phone, but only like seven speakers, 13 speakers, 25 speakers. So it's like it's a really cool forum where these celebs, they don't get verified. They don't get badges just for being there. You will oftentimes see them moderate. But once this becomes monetized, how can we keep the culture? And like that's the biggest thing with Clubhouse right now. So I'm, I'm not sure. I hit Mac. Uh, I've been on for a week now and I think I've spoken in two rooms. Um, spoken. I've listened to a lot of rooms, but I've spoken in two. First one, I kind of volunteered or just like, fuck it. Here goes nothing. <laughs> um, and it was really good. Good reception, good conversation. Um, you know, it was cool. And then the second one, I just popped into a room and they immediately invited me on the stage to talk. And I was like, all right. Um, but even that one, I don't I don't feel like that one was as good. But it, uh, I did meet um, a, well, I did follow a few good people off of that. And they followed me back. So that's that's a good report. Um, I was telling JR this earlier, Mac, that um, I met somebody off of it that I'm actually going to have a conversation with after the podcast about uh, she does a uh, graphic design. And JR said, be leery of this shit, you know. But, yeah, I mean, but you know, you could, it's different. I know it sounds crazy, but. Besides Facebook and like this is the dope thing about Clubhouse, most of these people is pretty real right now. I don't know what to say about next week, but because <laughs> it's so exclusive, like it's only industry people for real and people who like you get your like Beyonce's PR marketing director yeah, 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 met yeah. with somebody. Do you think they paying them to, to so some people show up? No, and yes. So I think they're about to start. So yeah, Joe Biden, of course, the, being he was like the king of Clubhouse at first, but wouldn't even say the name of Clubhouse because they were they were genuinely, honestly there. So I don't know who they started with. It's two white guys, I believe. David Anderson and Rohan. Horowitz funded it with twelve million for Paul Davidson and Rohan Seth. Oh, so Paul, I keep calling him David yeah. out here in these Paul Davidson. Yeah, no, they're on Clubhouse. Too far off. They be don't they have rooms? Yeah, they're all they they pop in. I want to say some of the smaller rooms that I was you in. Even go public, right? And when they go public. Public, are they waiting too long to go public? There are some competitors like the cookout, which is all black owned. So I don't know what they did as <laughs> like far as that. their their marketing strategy. <laughs> like yeah, there was a big uh let's keep that energy and go to uh the cookout after and like the cookout is that's the another app. thing about Clubhouse. Or oh least, yeah, it's hella black. Be clear, Clubhouse the, black the, as fuck. I don't the know. The rooms what I'm seeing mm -hmm. mad black people. But then again, now I'm thinking what you said Almost earlier. I 95% it's black it's people. No, nah, it's not the algorithm. Well, I just think there's a lot of black people. Because that's what they were talking well, about. Well, we control the cool. We talk about that a lot on the pod, right. too. You know, we fact. control the cool. That's you know, who, who else is going to be in there first? Yo, you know? even though the rooms that are, you can tell the, the solo white dominant rooms are like, mm -hmm. it's like white, Asian, few Hispanics, and it has to be black. I've never seen one room where there was no black people down yeah. to like the... Like a room with four or five people. I we sat have, in on a room uh, that was talking about venture capitalists. Okay. And it had this dude that was talking about CE funding and all this. It was a fireside chat. It was two dudes who were moderating. So, and they was talking about their uh, one dude invested in Uber and another dude invested in uh, these other uh, like Slack. And um, so they were talking about how they got into it and where they're at with it now and how to move through that venture capitalist world. So like you can get some gems and you just sit back and listen. I listened to a podcast one. People are celebrate. There's, there's people <laughs> call themselves celebrity podcasters when they themselves are not the celebrity. Mm. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, Famously average celebrity podcast. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we doing ourselves a disservice out here. Nah, y'all don't the know. Niggas just calling themselves that. Y'all don't know. But um, That's yeah. Funny. I mean, you just see that there's a lot of people doing a lot of things, <laughs> and they're they're uh, every, a lot of people are shooting their shot, which is beautiful. All right. 
Clubhouse. We're gonna check it out, man. Yeah. Gotta get famously know, that cookout, average. That sticks out for me too, man. Famously average trans. Club is gonna come up soon. Yeah, we talked about that last week. What happened? Famously average club. Oh yes. On the clubhouse. We gonna be there. You'll see it. Joe Biden starts with the BS promises, JB. Hundred million, Joe Biden, Uncle Joe. Oh, okay, thought you <laughs> said Joe Budden starts Joe with the BS Budden, problem. Yeah, he, him too. Him too. <laughs> Joe, but Joe Biden. I'm Joe Biden is out here. Uh, you know, he promises a hundred million Americans will get this vaccine uh, within the first hundred days that he's in office. What's the point of um, saying a number, <laughs> bro? Unnecessary pressure. There's no need. He already won. Like you don't gotta. Like, you don't you gotta know, say you that. You gotta do that now. But you gotta say something. You say a lot right? of people. You gotta take the Trump route. <laughs> just say you know an historic amount. I'll never understand why niggas get hung up. Maybe it's in the moment. I, I maybe maybe that's what it is. You're in the moment. You don't realize like the gravity of the situation. You know what I think? You're on a put on a spot, and you just gotta be like, yeah, hundred million. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I also think they got for who? I think they got obviously you hear hundred, you be like, fuck you. Well, first of all, here's the thing. One. I think that no, who's gonna verify the hundred million number, right? It just, it just sounds. People true, will try. Good. good luck. You know, HIPAA's are, HIPAA is here as alive and well. If there's one thing that yeah. I learned with the clubhouse, <laughs> niggas are very, very anal about the details about certain things. Yeah, but niggas don't want to put in the work to find out. The oh, details. it don't have to be work. <laughs> <laughs> I estimate that it's going to be sixty million, not a hundred million. Therefore, it's a failure. Yo. Listen, man, we were talking. I do not know seven people who say that they're going to take it yet alone. Mac, you taking it? First iteration. <laughs> Let me tell you, I will definitely be out of here. There's no way. Adam, <laughs> Adam, you taking Adam, it? Adam, you taking it? Adam's like, hell no. Listen, but we got to do a famously average poll or something here, man. Listen, I do not, I literally don't know a soul. <laughs> Who's for it? Who is for I have yet to hear somebody. T-Shot. What's up? Do a poll? Oh, we can do that. Like, go on the grand. Go on the grand. But um, I feel like, well, your shorty's a, a frontline uh, yeah, worker. My, my shorty's a frontline worker. My sister's a frontline worker. And neither of them are going to be working <laughs> <laughs> for the foreseeable uh, yeah. uh, future, man. And I don't blame him one bit. That's wild. Man. Um, but that's real, right? Like who, you know, I feel, I honestly feel bad to, you know, for frontline workers that they have to do this if, if they're making it mandatory. Like it doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like if they're, if they're forcing you to do something, like they're forcing you to be the guinea pigs, essentially. We live, we here. Fame C average. Nobody's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's, in the Nobody's in the clubhouse just yet. But basically, we had to go live just to ask our people, my people, our Fame C average people, JB's people. Yeah. What percentage of you guys are actually going to take the COVID vaccine? I do not know one person. Zero percent. That's how many people I know that have this skin color that's going to take that vaccine, especially the first iteration. Man, Maybe two years from now, hit me up when enough people took it and nobody falls over. Man, even we do have this skin color in the room, too, and he is not taking the vaccine. <laughs> it's not happening. Am I right, Adam? Uh, you know. <laughs> Adam, I, don't think, I don't think my skin color has to do with it. But... <laughs> oh, man. We're going to throw the poll up for y'all, man. Yo, um, yeah, so that's that on the vaccine. Um, so we're gonna put that up on the famously average IG. Follow us, so follow us at uh, the underscore famously average. What you got, Adam? You got something to say? Uh, did you see like the group of like, like Obama, like Clinton, Bush are all going out and say like you were going to get uh, vaccinated yeah, on TV to that. help like 
get more people to trust in stuff. Yeah. Obama's on a roll right now. He, I know he got a book dropping or dropped or whatever. I don't know what it is. He has one of the best lines what he to like uh, publish a book. He was he was talking about like in his college days when he was like getting into political stuff mm-hmm. and how like he got into socialism just to like hit on the girls that were also <laughs> in socialism. Sounds club. about right. Everything that I see referenced to Barack when he was a younger dude just seemed like he was a finesse, yo. He, he was just one of those smooth dudes. You got to be a walk? smooth dude. I think he's super smooth now at fifty, whatever he is. Like he is. I don't know what's in his regiment, his diet or whatever. I mean, not the smoking because I know he'd be blowing them bogeys. Yeah, my down. man's a bogey smoker. <laughs> but other than that, man, he seemed he seemed relatively the same. He's one of the few people when they say that you go into the presidency and you can see before and after. They look like they age like twenty years, which I see why it's a fucking stressful job. But he seemed like he. He cool. I know his hair yeah, he got, got the, gray. He, he got the grays, but listen, man, he looks too, cool, to too, too cool for school, man. Shout out to our president, man. Yes. Our forever president. Forever. My forever president. My president is black. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Um, but yeah, man, we, uh, I don't know what they're going to do with that vaccine, how they're going to force people to do it. They're going to make kids take it in order to go back mm-hmm. to school. They're going to, you know, they're going to have to, they're going to make the teachers take it. They're going to make the frontline workers take it. And then after that, you know. They're just going to give a lot of, you know, right wingers, you know, gasoline to feel like they want to assert their rights, you know, because it's, it's really delicate the way they roll this, the, the way they have to roll this out, man. And telling people that 100 million people in 100 days are going to get it, I don't think is, is the way. Because you're going to have people saying, it's my right not to take it. That's a I'm, third you can't make my of kid do the it. American population. Yeah, real shit. SOD. What's up, Adam? You know what? Good. Fuck him. No. <laughs> we've had fucking four, we had four right, years of Trump energy. and his bullshit. He came Good. Hot. Here's the energy. Good. I'm glad we're going to start off the, the Biden administration with forcing right-wingers to get vaccines. I can't wait. <laughs> this nigga came out yeah. hot. Fuck him. That's the first time I've ever had him go in like that. Go in yo. like that. Yo, That's he's very, up, I feel you, He's vehemently against certain people. I, I feel you. He's 9-11 every day. Oh my Whoa. God. Whoa. <laughs> let's go, what let's, go. let's go, let's go. Yo, man, we gotta shift gears, man. We gotta shift gears to the newly opened true kitchen. We gonna shift gears, man. Oh my God. <laughs> we shifting gears, man. We going to the newly opened so people start talking about 9-11. So you start talking, so you bring up 9-11 Adam. I gotta go, man. Because <laughs> you're gonna use a better. Back to these PS5s. What the fuck's happening with that shit, boy? I tell you. Oh my goodness, yo. <laughs> nah, what are you talking about? Uh, nah, newly opened True Kitchen, man. Kitchen and Cocktails owner Kevin Kelly officially fed up with women thinking that they can twerk on the furniture at this place right, in Dallas. Let's talk about this. This is a uh, viral video that popped up this week mm-hmm. that uh, you know our people we like to celebrate. If you want know, you matter where we're at, you need to know about black people. We gonna dance. We gonna dance. We gonna when there's food. Yes, good food at that. At any time, I used to say this all the time to my homies. That former athlete here talking about athletes, so I feel okay to say this in a room. Athletes love dancing, bro. <laughs> we dance for touchdowns being scored, baskets being made, hyped up in the huddle, home on the bench, home run, <laughs> golf. Going into the fucking free throw, line. free throw line, <laughs> hockey. We don't care. We gonna dance, bro. Like so, so you know, there's a restaurant tour, restaurant owner, and he felt some type of way because his African American patrons were twerking in his restaurant on the IG. In his mind, devaluing the elegance and the mystique and the 
What uh, kind of establishment is this? It's, oh it's, it's called True Kitchen is and it Cocktails. A, well, you know, that can mean a lot of things. Is it a <laughs> is it a brunch spot? Is it a, you know, because we have some bar grill type of places. So they describe themselves as a dynamic comfort food restaurant. All right, man. There's music you know? playing. They are serving. And they, they focus on nicely coladas. plated comfort food. <laughs> back. You say? She said they are serving henny culottas. Uh, Yo, mad people. So you already know that already. Already. Come on, man. Black people. Hennessy. Come on, Come on What dog. is fancy There's and elegant about somewhere. a henny culotta? And you in Dallas. And what were they playing? Was it like Meg Thee Stallion yeah, or was it like... real like live DJ according oh, to shit. like the tweets and all the... the I'm done food? with these respectability politics for black good. women. I don't want to talk... Texas, about, like I can't believe he did that shit. You, so you're again... You, oh no. Yo, Kelly can go somewhere else with all his business. You, I'm not saying I feel this way, but this is what I've heard. <laughs> this is what I've heard. JP don't die on his hill. You know? Before. Devil's, <laughs> devil's advocate. I don't feel this way. This is what I heard. <laughs> is that he is uh, one? He asks these young ladies That's to chill more than once. Yeah, three times. He asked them three times, and uh, the le- the next time he took it as a insult, a good old you know f you mm-hmm. if you will. When one of the ladies got up on the table. <laughs> And started throwing her derriere, derriere in a circle. <laughs> so, I mean, that is blatant disrespect after a while. You want to know what? It's crazy because I was listening to a few uh, people respond to this. And one of the best response I heard was like, first of all, you own this place. So maybe you should stay in the back um, and get hey, your manager what? Yes, this is what you have these oh, positions for. I do agree. Because you Keep own this. So now I'm done. <laughs> if you I'm, done I'm all about the buffer. I believe that you as a restaurant <laughs> that store. Wild. Yo, you that sounds wild. Now you're out of control. Is that what you're all about? That sounds wild. You're out of control. All right. Keep layers in front of you in order to protect yourself from your business. For real, though, because you own it. And he made it clear that he owned it. And he had too much to say. And I think as a restaurant um, you need to, or anybody in the service industry needs to expect someone to not be great you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. you're in a service industry and you need to learn how to handle that for him to just bother his patrons like that and then acknowledge the fact that most of them were women put his respectability politics on them especially black women talk about twerking as if that devalues some you and somehow those are your personal views and I'm not gonna cuss you out right now because we don't have the time about how you feel about women dancing that way or dancing in general or however you feel about yourself but all of it was fucked up. I'm sorry. Well, Lay it on a Mac. All of it. It was too have, much. You could, better, you man. could, both of them can be wrong, but he, he's wrong. I just wrong. think you don't need to be dancing on the table, but Fact. as an establishment, especially that kind of establishment. How are you mad about dancing? Let's, I need to promote this. Get the Instagram videos out. Snapchat this shit. Like that way people see how lit it is in my venue. Hey man, listen man, the market always dictates your success, man. And if the market has dictated that this is the value that your establishment brings to the community, then you have to embrace that and move forward. Yeah, uh, sometimes people get in their own way, man. All types of business, right? You might have an idea of what you think is right or what you think, how you think your customer should feel about your product. Yeah. But my G, you are not the result. You're not the end all be all. You That's are, one of the you know, biggest mistakes that any, any, per, business, any person business person makes assumes that they, that their customer shares the same values and and should therefore same share the same opinion on certain things right. um with the henny on the side i just you know what i mean like henny, but, well. if you got a live dj you have alcohol the libations are flowing 
and you start you on brunch. That's what people do. <laughs> I mean, yes. If you don't want people to dance, then don't set it up for a way for people to dance. You know, have no music. Don't serve brunch, or maybe brunch is not the thing. Maybe but like violinist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Throw some Smooth jazz on or something, man. You know what I mean? Nobody go out there gonna Talking throw it. Mean, maybe nah, maybe but Kev, man, Kev, 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 Kev. The customer's always right, Kev, especially in this situation. All right, man, that's a perfect opportunity for you to be like, ladies, ladies, ladies. We got this spot right here for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it for you, or bring them to the back, or do. I don't know. Make what a fuck. night for them. Yeah, like you know, you know give them a, a voucher or some shit. <laughs> 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 Throwing a, a tamper tantrum in the middle of your own establishment Yo. is not it, bro. Whenever you get in on your soapbox yelling at people, <laughs> talk about morality when it comes to ass shaking, yeah, you no. always lose that battle. You're not going to win. Uh, Connecticut will become the first state to acquire high schools to offer black and Latino studies in fall of 2022. I like that transition. I am not somebody who is, you know, proud all the time to be from Connecticut, but to be leading the way, <laughs> to be leading the way, come on, man, we, yeah, we ve- like crazy. We very, like. we very rarely have ever lead the way on things. Ever. And uh, this is something that they need to lead. Uh, I'm glad that they're doing. Matter of fact, I wish they'd do it even sooner. They got more than enough time to fucking implement some, you know, some studies. They can get this done in, you know, fall semester. Like. And I'm going to say, JB, the fancy average had a small, if not major role of getting this done. We did it. Uh, if I recall, it was on this platform yes that we did make the point that if you are going to highlight other communities and other uh you know groups of groups of people who you know have not had the same amount of plight as the latinos the blacks Mm -hmm. and the disenfranchised of this nation how is it that we don't have black latino studies already in the schools and so to hear that ed lamont is a listener of the podcast and thank you uh, take a listening. little bit about what Ned. you know what Ned. we believe in and what we heard and, <laughs> and implemented it in the legislature thank you Ned. we appreciate you here you are now famously average yeah man we got some reach <laughs> yeah we are that's us all right. Who would have thought? <laughs> so y'all could thank us <laughs> for getting black and Latino <laughs> studies into Connecticut textbooks. We did it. We did it here. We did it. Famous the yeah, Irish Famous the Irish podcast. Oh, shit. Um, another transition to NBA. The league? The league is, uh, <laughs> they doing something that was basically already done. They just ain't announced it before, which is essentially they're suspending the testing for marijuana. I mean, they weren't testing for marijuana. I mean, I got a lot of friends in the league. The last thing they were worried about was getting caught for smoking weed. Come on, man. These you know coaches mean? is out here smoking weed, bro. They was Zen not worried about weed. that. NBA, that's why the NBA is ahead of the rest of the leagues, man. Don't give a fuck about weed. If it helps you put that ball into the goal better, fuck it. Let's do it. J.R. Smith, man. Shout out to J.R. He been rolling. Shout out to J.R. Smith. Shout out to pioneers such as Rasheed Wallace, (laughs) Zach Randolph. I saw something about Rasheed. Uh, He was on some podcast and he was talking about how MJ is not the GOAT. Um, Rasheed Wallace? Yeah, he was saying that. I'm like, Jordan's not the GOAT. Um, All right. That's just then. So there's that. That that, that happened this week. (laughs) So did Jay-Z's birthday. Let's let's, let's celebrate it. It was December 4th this past week, December 4th. Did you celebrate it all? Did you roll into any hove at all in celebration? First of all, every day is a motherfucking celebration for Jay-Z because Jay-Z is the GOAT. Speaking of GOATs, he is embodiment of hip-hop. He is the person that, if you don't have Jay-Z at your number one spot when it comes to top anything come to hip-hop or rap, I can't talk with you. That's a non-starter. Yeah, yeah, after Ripski. Name your other four or your other nine, but you got to start with Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I definitely had the playlist rocking. I talked to, I had a few homies in the group chat rolling through <laughs> what they were playing and it was just like, yeah, 
It's just a beautiful time. He's got so much music. It's funny because you can have a group chat full of people and they like different versions of Jay-Z. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. Different it's, it's, areas yeah, yeah, of it. Definitely. I, I, I went through a big chunk of the catalog, man. That whole, like that whole night, I was just, you know, partaking in the NBA's latest, uh, you know, weed. Uh, <laughs> Join in. It was exhibition, and uh, you were celebrating. I'm celebrating. I feel you. And you know, and you know, just listening to the growth, listening to just putting me in a time machine to that era when you're talking. You know, I went back to Money Cash Hoes, Volume One, Dang. Volume Two. Then I flipped it to Holy Grail, uh, Magna Carta, Holy uh, Magna Carta. I was listening Holy to Holy Grail. Magna Carta like a month ago. I'm like, yo, this shit. People were hating on that shit. Yeah, yeah. I even ran Kingdom Comeback, yo. And the business move. Yeah, Samsung buy a million Literally copies before it, before it even dropped. Before it even hit. What the fuck? You know, this is, you know, this is a master at work. And, you and know, right in front of our eyes. And we still find the ways to hate on this man. Oh, man. Listen, I, I we, I mean, they. I flipped it to the <laughs> Blueprint 3. I haven't listened to that in forever. Not your boy. <laughs> and then the Carters album. It was just. That it was, was fire. Yeah, the, the Carters. That was so the underappreciated. Carters, I feel yeah. like. That I mean, was amazing. I don't know how Hope, that did not get Hope more love. So many, like, I think coming off of 444, Hope just had him in the tuck. Like, he yeah. was going. My son, the fact that this man has grown exponentially over the years and still remains relevant and still remains a philanthropist the way he is still remains just a icon in a way and attached to one of the greatest performers ever and still lets her shine doesn't feel like he's dimmed in any way it's just like yo i don't know how these niggas is no, moving his daughter just came out with an audiobook i just can't like no they oh, come on man the song that stuck out to me every now and then you go back and you re-listen to songs and it just sounds different or you pick up on newer things yeah. it's a different stage of life too different stage different ears you're listening to it with seen different ears i think that's the best way to put it seen it all jeezy featuring jay-z fire underappreciate my ears underappreciate the first time i heard it because it sounded like every other jeezy song to me you know jeezy yelling about you know <laughs> jeezy you know, yelling jeezy <laughs> yelling about you know flipping birds back in 99 so just listen yeah. to it again. Yeah, just listen to it again, though. <laughs> and hearing the detail, and you're just like, oh my goodness. He was giving is, you know, it up. Yo, oh that, you can say that about any like Jay-Z that. bar. Like oh it's just He's not lying. <laughs> it's like over. It it's just like this thing is not lying. Imagine man. being 16 listening to hardcore bars <laughs> about adulthood, and you're like, you're still bopping to it. <laughs> yeah. But then when you become an adult and you're like, what the fuck? It start hitting. It's this like after a breakup. The numbers up, add up. <laughs> How is he? What the fuck? He's telling the truth. Yo, name a bad Jay-Z move. Um, S. Dot Carters? S. Dot Carters. No, 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 no. That's not even a bad quote. I wrote a paper about that. I wrote a paper about that. And I bought him. You bought him? Yeah. But I also bought K-Swiss. I was not the credible person. It was mixed between K-Swiss and Air Forces. Yeah, I clearly enjoyed them. No, it wasn't good at all. But it sold. I wrote a paper about it because Jay-Z, his influence was so crazy. The idea of everybody changing clothes, like right before my eyes, I was so like captivated about the idea of like people. My cousins was old but enough really, but it yo relevant, it was so it was people it, in going to club image I, like my cousins are older than me like five four to like eight years older than me and they used to like i used to be out here mm -hmm. super young and um going to the clubs where like people people were getting refused and like now jay-z's like yo it's cool to wear a button up like we can yeah. do this yeah multiple times i mean if you want to talk about just dead in crystal just boom Killed Crystal. No, he then he comes back and then he, you know, he straight kills Iceberg. You know, then he comes out and then he <clears throat> just tells everybody to change clothes. And 
back takes it back to what you were saying. I was a freshman in high school when that song came out, and I'm like, I'm just thinking, okay, damn, I like Pharrell beats and Jigga's just doing this Jigga thing. Oh, yeah. I fuck with Jigga. It's bigger than that. But as a, an adult, you listen to it and you're just like, he straight up just told everybody to change clothes and go. And he retired jerseys. Like, niggas had whole fucking wardrobe. That's a fact. He just made Fabulous have to reset his whole shit. <laughs> Yo, he lost just so much money. He almost killed <laughs> T-Pain's career with the uh, auto Almost. Nigga, he nah, did, dude. I'm not going to sit here and act T-Pain like T-Pain. survived. T-Pain's T-Pain. was on a rise, boy. T-Pain is one of the most underrated performers out here, dog. Right. Like, he is a musician, musician. Like, I've, I rarely say that about a lot of people other than Jay-Z, but T-Pain needs to get his flowers as well. But that's another day, Z-Pain. It's Jay-Z time. It's Jay-Z time. But Jay-Z just has that influence. He moves in such a way. And the funny thing is, the thing that I admire most about Jay-Z and what I look to in terms of how he operates and maneuvers through life is something that I would like to emulate, which is he's kind of a socially awkward introvert. And he's still able to, one, perform in a masterful way. And that's a very extroverted art uh, category Quality, yeah. and two he's able to influence without being in the front line of things like he's just really in the back and i think he's one of the last people to be able to do that i don't think people are able to operate like that anymore uh to be honest with you because the advent of social media like jay-z was popping before that and i think if jay-z had to rise while all of this he would have to do some things that are probably out of the character that we know him like but you know nonetheless he was able to finesse it Able to, and it doesn't hurt to have somebody like Beyonce be able to do X, Y, Z too. You go do that. I'm gonna <laughs> stay over here. The, the moves though, just well calculated. Just to wife up Beyonce, knock up. He Beyonce. won right there. It's like you know, you, you got it, dude. Like you, you, you if he did nothing else. You know, you and didn't fumble the back. Fumble didn't pick the back up. Even better. Yeah, he definitely did fumble. He fumble didn't pick the back, back up. Nigga shit, man. It took it to the Baja. Now he doing yoga. Out in your private island, but with his boys though. It's not by himself. This, this is, it's fire. With the crew. This Yo, that's, is, that's absolute goals. This is levels, man. Uh, man, levels, I'm jumping man. off the boat. She jumping off the top deck. I feel like he... <laughs> <laughs> Hope, <Goals>. man. <laughs> you are literally writing the blueprint on how niggas should live their lives, man. And uh, we... nigga, I'm, I'm sorry. Man. This nigga <laughs> had a freestyle. He just said, he's like, you know, he's just, you know, doing his freestyle thing. And he's like, y'all over here arguing. I've been overseas learning how to swim. And he's like 35 <laughs> years. And it just sounded so cool. as a kid growing up, like, yo, this nigga was really 37 years old. Just like, yeah, saying learning how to swim was cool. Like 37. Y'all over here worried about that. I'm out here learning how to swim, man. Bro. You know? About here yachting, man. <laughs> you know, oh my goodness. He's doing shit now that other niggas need to catch up to. And then when they do, they feel like, oh, like, I, they just learned about it. But Ho did that shit. Years ago. You know? Decades. Ho did that. So hopefully Decades. you ain't got to go no, through okay. that. Let's <laughs> go, oh, man. Come on. This is my the man. Quite- man, he said he was uh, possible. It's possible he could speak Farsi. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, like he doesn't come care. On. He's studying. He's out here learning every day, growing. He's literally just telling you his truth on the record. He almost got and Jay Electronica a Grammy. Just- yeah, come on. You got nominated. <laughs> for that joint album come that they on, didn't man. credit him hey, for. Jay-Z's album. It, it was. Jay-Z Let's went keep it a sick. Ain't nobody listening to that album if Jay-Z wasn't on there. I'm listening to it. I ain't going I do too. I'm listening. I didn't to get him it, at first. It's not gonna no, be, not you're, you're not getting that, nominated. You're not getting no. nominated, and you're not getting rotations. I'm no. getting. Not, oh, I'm. You getting rotations on me? No, I, I, like, I, I personally like Jay Electronica. Me too. But you know, it's, it's a letdown. You know what I'm saying? With, you know, he's, he's let me down. I'm sick of it. I'm There's done nothing with it. on there that I was like <laughs> Jay Electronica <laughs> went in on that. You know, like every song I like is Jay Z influenced and heavy. Like it's all because of Jay Z. <sighs> 
Well, Jay-Z is on almost every single song. He's on, he has, what, three songs? <laughs> I don't know how he talked. The, the, the real thing that. that pissed me off is that they had the nerve to put Shiny Suit Theory back on there again. Hey. And it's just like, this is the rolls, fourth time you've put that on. I know, right? This is not, you know, this is not, this is not good. You know, Now you're just insulting my intelligence, you know what I mean? Hey. Come on. That one you blame on Jay Electronica, not yeah, Jay Z. No, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. But that's the beauty more. about him. He sets himself up in ways that he doesn't take the L. No, <clears> he can I, blame shit. Even when he's taking the L, he can throw that blame on someone. Ask else. Siegel, he'll tell you. You know, mm-hmm. he said Benny Siegel straight to war with Jay. <laughs> said, "Yo, go eat these L's for me, man. Yeah. See what happened? <laughs> exactly. And he always fade the fucking black. Well, yeah, like, man. Yo, That's I don't what he know does. How he you don't think him. he put the battery in Meek's back to go get a drink and go out like drink? Probably did. Come on, man." Come on, man. This is Rock Nation working, Wow, man. My mind is blown. Is that Rock makes Nation so working, much sense. This is Rock Nation at work, man. Wait. Oh, my God. Mastermind and still on, doing man. it. I would have never thought of that. Just left Come on. Right, like, that yo, actually fucks me Y'all look this over here. Man. I'm going to go make this deal over here. <laughs> wow. He told niggas, he said, at one year, this is one year apart, maybe yeah. less than, he said, the NFL, fuck y'all. Y'all need yo, me. Yo, Jay-Z is different. Months later... I'm getting the bag. Couple months later, (laughs) fucking (laughs) Jay Z's fucking on a board somewhere. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Roger Goodell, don't touch me, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Talking in a room full of people, like, yo, man. Yeah. With the hood behind him. Tata behind him. Super regular. Desiree behind him. Charlemagne in the room with him. It was. That's a lost art as well. Come on. Playing a role of just being a nigga that's solid, riding the wave. the best you. You know what I mean? He got like great number twos. But either way, man. Jay Z, we appreciate you, dog. The Jigga Man. Adam, you listen to Jay Z? It was just say yes. Is Jay Z an old school rapper to you? Okay. Yeah. Well, who do you listen to? (laughs) What kind of rap? You listen to underground rap? Yeah, underground rap. All right, all right, we had to get right. the baseline from which we were asking. We no, yeah, no, a, no. Adam definitely is on his hip hop. Uh, you know, he, you're underground hip hop head. You know, Tech Nine, that's Tech your... Nine, Tech Nine boy, right? <laughs> Tech Nine boy. Royce the Five Nine doesn't Royce the Five Nine. A little bit. A little bit. I don't know. Mm, that's a different question. I have to find out. Famously, I have a transition because you know we run out of time <laughs> here. But um, Floyd Mayweather is about to catch his bag uh, uh, again. You know, he's going to fight. Uh, what's the name? Jake pa- Paul? Logan Paul? Logan yeah. Paul. Which Jake, Jake is Paul's little, little brother. Uh, Jake Paul knocked out Nate Robinson, right? It was Jake who, who knocked out Nate. It was Logan Paul. Or was it Logan? No, Logan it was Logan. no, it wasn't. It was Jake. It was his it was little brother, yeah. Jake, who who fought Nate Robinson. And Yeah, they're both brothers and they're both fighters. They both have uh, fought uh, different styles, but they, they are boxers now. They're, they're from YouTube originally. Logan Paul actually was huge on YouTube and did a few... Um, like stupid incidents, some kind of racially charged. It was weird. They tried to cancel him, basically. Yeah, a couple he times. He was the one that did the. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's done a lot of silly stuff. A I lot. Mean, of he did something with the Chinese suicide forest or something. That forest, yep. Yeah. There you go. And it was That's it was trash. So he moved into doing this. Bread, though. Oh no! Not only do they that have bread, even just doing this right now, I don't understand why they're giving them the bread. Like I don't understand why Nate called him out to give him more shine. Like forget him. I think Nate really thought I he could win Nate though. Needed that was crazy. I think that was the other way around. Oh, you I think, think so? I think Jake might have had more relevancy than Nate, and Nate was like, "Fuck it, like this is my time." And unfortunately for Nate. <laughs> He was face down on the mat and will forever be known My as God. the guy who got knocked out by and quickly. a YouTuber and <laughs> not for winning the slam dunk contest three times or being 5'9 and making it to the league. Where lead. is the crew? Where is super the athlete? Keep super a athlete. real crew around you, yo. You of true I want to remember you that He's way. He's actually Nate. also Nate is a good boxer, just Ooh. not great. Win. 
What time? No, he's been boxing no. this entire <laughs> Logan Paul and Jake Paul aren't great boxers. No, they, good but boxers. yo, they 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 actually are pretty good. And that's why I think they're for really, the average man. Right. For, so I, they're, they're, they're above average. Be clear. They're a little. You he's know, a little bit taller. Than they're, Nate. they're above average. You know what I'm right. saying? Hey, but, Nate, like 30 something as well. Yes. He's young and taller. Crew, right? Listen, where is the crew? <laughs> Nobody. Yo, Hell. you have to have at least one nigga <laughs> in your crew who could step back and just say, yo, my nigga, listen. This ain't it. From True. the outside looking in, you are Nate Robinson. You're going to be able to make money for the rest of your life. Just ride in the NBA way. You could just ride the markets that you play in. Knicks, Bulls. You know, you were in Chicago, you were in New York, and um, I forgot where else. But that's all you need. Yeah. You could ride that market all the way to, you know. And he was doing a shit. successful life. He had a show. He was on YouTube. He was on interviewing. YouTube. He, he was doing his thing. I liked what he was he doing. Had, I loved it. He had no business in the ring. In the ring. This is, you know, <laughs> this is bad advisors, yo. <laughs> well, he's a grown ass man, and he acknowledged this as such. He had enough time. That one person to on the team back maybe? out of that. I'm sure somebody did. It was like, Nate, you bugging, bro. And he probably was like, nah, I'm Nate. And he said, fuck it. And now he's, you know, and the, and the funny part is he got, the hood he got a clothing line called Hold That or some shit. Oh, man. And, uh, no, no. And short of mine. Don't, don't say that. Don't say he has a clothing line called Hold there That. There we go. Man. Yep. We back? Yep. Right, he has close. a clothing line called Hold That. Okay. Forget yeah. it. Hold on. Oh, my he God. has a clothing line called Hold That. Like, Hold that. <laughs> now that's what it is. <laughs> no matter what it was, it's hold that. No. So Damn. unfortunately, Nate, man, that's how you're gonna be remembered. I don't want to remember you that way. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? Well, but, you know, Floyd, go get that bag. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm a fan of boxing. Shout out to uh uh Errol Spence and I don't know why anybody would want to watch that. Last week. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm why not would you want to watch Floyd Mayweather versus that. a YouTube dude? No, I'm I'm not paying to watch that. And you just um, know you're giving them a hundred million. <laughs> We know that he's gonna have them. If it was kind of like Conor, at least Conor McGregor, there was at least of some room that something extraordinary might happen. Really like he Floyd might snap, fight, throw a fight kick or out something. He's not gonna fight, fight, yeah. fight. Floyd don't even fight, fight. Real boxers. It's just defense running around the ring. Let me get these off these points and well, get this hundred million dollar. Yeah, yeah. Younger Floyd. You I know, wonder. Older Floyd is Bob. Weave, like has said, he Michael has he fought Trump. anybody as tall as this kid though? That's the other part. These like, why do you keep putting yourself in this position? Class. They're not even the same weight. No. No, they're not. They're Homeboy no is a lot taller, and it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, anyway, that's why Nate didn't make sense. It was like you was fighting somebody. The reach who was, was like crazy. Mad <laughs> taller than you. And Logan Paul is 6'2. Floyd is 5'7. Yeah, like, like five, that's seven, a big, five, that's doing? a huge difference. That's a big ass money. He's not stealing money. That's why they're not going to really fight. Imagine this. Can we talk about if he loses? If he what? Like, if is it loses? if Mayweather takes an L off the YouTuber? This is you. I kind of hope he loses. Oh nah. no! But this is why you too. This is why the people too. Teach yeah. your ass, stop being greedy, dog. Nah, this is guaranteed. This Get is, your fucking hundred mil. Yeah, nine hundred mil. He's not gonna up, be dog. able to what hit him. What are we doing? You know, he's, why are we fighting? You know, this is amateur night at the Apollo. After man. a video I just saw where it said that he was like, I don't do shit for money no more. He just said that shit. No, he did, Floyd Mayweather definitely does. He shit does for everything. Money. He, <laughs> Literally everything you do is for everything. Money. I think we know people who don't need to do anything for money anymore. And he's not. He does not come off as somebody that you know. It, it costs money to have sixteen Bugattis. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, mad like, kids you know, too. You five seven. Um, when they ask you about your investments, you just say good investments. <laughs> There's no detail. Has no, no idea. Yeah. I didn't mention yeah. this in the chat. Shout out to Al Heyman. But uh, Jamel Hill, uh, she made a really unfortunate comment um and i know her on one of her shows uh and she asked logan paul or if 
Oh, she asked Jake Paul if it was racist that he knocked out uh, Nate Robinson. It was kind of in a, a lighthearted, like playful manner, but it was kind of. You can't play around with that type of shit. Yeah, that's not, especially in this climate. And she, she said in this climate, like, do you, is it racist that you knocked him out? And it, it wasn't cute to a lot of people. That's and people have been dragging him out for a little Jamel's bit. Jamel's been getting the I used, short end of the stick for a little while now, dog. She was just on Vlad TV. Yo, what's what the hell I was she doing on Vlad yo, TV? My point is that yo, Vlad is getting like, so many fuck? people now. It's like a resurgence. Everybody on Vlad is broke. You can't tell me no different or black, <laughs> like, like or something. No, let's just say the platform is beneath Jamel Hill. At least it's I thought it was. Everybody, right, man. y'all see JB on that shit. Don't be, you know. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> Yeah, they do. I'm saying, I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy Vlad's interviews personally, but Yuck. you know, you know, I, I do. I mean, listen, they, they, you know, another person gets these interviews. Uh, Say cheese, no jumper. Oh, Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I really never. I couldn't get into the Adam Twenty Two thing because they don't be real interviews. It's just be like um, incriminate yourself. Real yeah, quick. like tell me about the time. Yeah, some you... of the yeah, that, that's something that's going crazy right now too. Like Casanova just got knocked locked up, and there's right now they're they're yeah, saying that his Vlad TV over. interview had uh, some what to do with it or they're taking pieces of his interview and using it against him in court. And it's not the first time this has happened with I've seen Vlad, with Vlad especially. He's always... Vlad, but it's not Vlad's yeah, that's, fault. It's not, that's the, the position that I, think I look it's at. Vlad it. is, I think it is Vlad's fault. I think if this was any other reporter... And I'm so corny because Vlad's white, but like Nardwar, love him. His mm -hmm. intention is pretty cool. And I mean, this is me showing age, but like I've always watched it. You see what he's doing. He wants to showcase these artists. Vlad, his intent is very clear. I, I need to ask you to set yourself up for failure. From the Soldier Boy interviews to a lot of these hip hop artists, he's asking about the all these. Boy with oh, Black. hilarious. But it's always intentional about asking about these really incriminating points of their lives or moments. And he, he directs the interview that way. And I'm not saying that Vlad is the worst interview in the world. I think that his intention is to jam these people up. But so if I you think know that's. Such, yo, why are but we on yo here you talking about young people? Why are you showing up for the interview, one? Because he's. Talking to desperate people, you know, these people yes. are broke. I, I, I've seen, I've seen criminals go on Vlad and refuse to answer. And Vlad's not the guy. If, if Vlad was the guy pushing and pushing and you know uncomfortably saying, "Well, you know, you know, here's the question, here's the question, here's the question," but I've seen them say, you know, them sh shut down Vlad. I'm like, well, fair enough, you know, and, and, keep and, and, and keep it moving. But people that go on there and they feel like. You're on you're on Vlad to catch clout, to catch some clout wave and hopefully go viral, right? Words of Soldier Boy. And sometimes people feel like when the when the talent isn't there, people feel like talking about drugs and crimes uh, will get them that clout that they're looking for and get the clicks. And because mm. yeah. ARF. How, how know, much is a Vlad? I think there's a bag behind a Vlad interview 100 percent And it's always very confusing. Even when I was younger, I was like, I don't understand why people trust this man or why they go up here. But I yeah. always think that they're always these people that are up here are always in a vulnerable position every time. Yo, poor yo, <laughs> yo you control your mouth, man. Self-accountability. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, Vlad, at the end of the day. And you Black know he's doing, yeah, he's, he's doing his job. I mean, the, you know, I can't knock the guy's hustle. You know, the guy's asking questions. He's an interviewer. He's not like a rinky-dink interviewer. He's actually professionally doing this. Has millions and millions. He has a legit business. I hate him. There's no difference between <laughs> him and, you know, an ABC correspondent. Really, it's just the type of people he chooses to have on his platform aren't the most intelligent in uh, hiding their crimes. I mean, it's... It's, it's you feel the, the same way about him. this homeboy? What's this dude name on Twitch? The one who used to work with Joe Button, but, like, he doesn't anymore? I Who's can't think academics. Ac yeah, no, I don't like him either. All right, so it's Vlad. I, I hate I, all of them. No. Vlad is a cornball, but I wasn't looking to him for cultural things. Well, yeah, and academics like, branded if, himself as Vlad. Vlad doesn't step out of the box of you know what I expect him to do. Like it's academics like is trying town. to be 
cool. He's trying to be. I don't know how we gave him credibility (laughs) after the six nine. Because he clearly was favoring this one rapper and doing things that <laughs> he felt, felt real like clout ch- chaser Payola. And it felt like, it really felt like he was just trying to jump on a bandwagon because they would literally have videos of him and 6 9 in like, let's say Hawaii or some shit. And 6 9 just clowning him as yeah. like the lackey on the group. <laughs> yeah. Really, this dude is supposed to be the influence of the culture. And it's like... No. I, I think the biggest don't use him to be my representation. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't ask the, for that. The biggest difference between their two platforms, at least to me, is academics is trying to sell you on himself. Academics, the celebrity of academics. Where at least with Vlad, I could appreciate that he puts the business first, right? Like, look, this is a Vlad TV interview. This yeah. is like I, I'm not front and center. I'm behind the camera for a reason. You're the celebrity. You're the star. You're the story. You know, Vlad TV is the business. So man, I'm in telling me you're not going Back on Vlad TV. <laughs> Yo, you couldn't pay me enough to go on Vlad TV. That, that's like me voting. Yo, Vlad shit, TV like, yo. is voting for Trump. Voting Same for thing. Trump? Vlad TV is voting for Trump? Yo, say, yo I can't believe right. I'll move off of that. <laughs> and let's talk about the come up for the week, yo. The come up. <laughs> um, yeah, you explain this. You came up with this one. Artist Steve's artist becomes the first black CEO of a big brother, big sister of America in the nonprofit's 116 year history nice shout out to you artists you know it's very very rare to see us in these positions to be honest with you it's very very taboo right i mean not taboo i'm sorry it was taboo and now i feel like we are finally getting some traction some traction and people are stepping into these positions uh, such as artists right here and it's really really like it's dope because the representation is everything everything right now you know, especially you look at an organization like Big Sisters, Big Brothers of America. I mean, you're looking at role models, right? And to hear that the president of a society or an organization that's about role models is black. Yeah. You know, this helps towards the mission, man. So shout out to you, artists, and um, keep up the good work. We appreciate you. You are our famously average come up of the week. Yeah, yeah. Now let's talk about our topic of the week. Topic of the week this week. We talked a little bit about it earlier. Winning. And how does winning for too long affect your business and your business relationships? I think Jay-Z is a uh, product of this conversation. Um, Whenever you're winning too long, it becomes... uh, People don't like it. People like to see the hero's arc, man. They like to see you Mm. struggle. They want to see you uh, overcome adversity, reach the top. They'll be rooting for you on this side of the arc. But once you hit... And maintain said, uh, you know, levels of success. Then they start preying on your downfall, man. They want to break you down, just try to build you up again. Yeah, it's, it's a never-ending story and cycle. We see it all the time. Um, one thing that made this topic, you know, stand out to me this week was Elon Musk. Like Elon Musk came out this week, said he's definitely moving to Texas. He's moving his, you know, his operation and his family to Texas. And one of his reasons for that is blaming the state of California for winning too long. And because they've been winning too long. Uh, they don't appreciate their current residents and the people that got California kind of lit these past 15, 20 years. That can happen uh, too. Specifically that Silicon Valley crowd. I mean, basically Silicon Valley put the vice president in power if you really want to think, you know, if you really want to take it that they far. Put, they put a lot. I'll take it a step further. Let me hear. They put a lot of powerful leaders into power. Yeah. Meaning... Facebook is a Silicon Valley product, mm, yep. and Facebook influenced a lot of people to vote mm-hmm. in certain directions. 
for 2016 and the 2020 election. So, and they have a lot of influence in other countries. I've even heard so much to say that Facebook uh, influenced some uh, political wars and some even some like real wars. So it's like they have a huge influence in that. State. And it's it's concentrated, right? Because yeah. we, we're talking about the state. But yeah. in reality, we're probably talking about 200 individuals. Yeah, you know, that's, 200. That's crazy, and, and that huh? might be a lot. 200 that might be a lot. That might be a stretch. And of that 200, there's the, the 10% of that, the 20 yeah. people of that. And who, Elon Musk who, is the top 1% of those. Uh, yes, he is. And if that, if that guy's coming from there and saying, yo, these guys are going cuckoo, you know, basically, they're trying to uh, impose their own personal feelings and personal morale on the state and the world. Yeah. You know, uh, it's one thing to talk about changing the world, but it's a different thing when you're talking about it and you have the resources and the ability to actually do it. And it's, That's it's, dangerous. It's a mass exodus from California. A lot of people, Joe Rogan left uh, and his whole community uh, might be following him. Elon Musk is leaving and his community oh, might yeah. be following him. And, you know, just take a couple more people and they're realizing, again, with the advent of Internet and just the world getting smaller through our devices, you don't need to be in this one location in order to make it. Similar thing happening in New York. Mass exodus out of New York City. Yep. And I think New York City, is that we know New York City has been winning for a while. We're talking maybe a 30 years, since the 80s. We're talking from 1988 One of the greatest on. cities, if not the greatest city in the world, in a lot the world. of people say. Yeah, yeah. No question. But this past summer, this past year has been the worst year for New York City. Yeah. And you can see how that city reacts to, you know, Drunk off winning, really. You know, yeah, now it's like, you know, wh where do I go? What do I do? So, you know, take that as, you know, a kind of lesson, I, I feel like, you know, for those this year, I know a lot of businesses where 2020 was a blessing for them, you know, even in my industry. Right, and it's I mean, those people leaving New York are coming to CT. Coming to those people coming, coming to see you because let's all yeah, let's go, let's go. But um, but winning <laughs> comes with certain things. Winning could get you to be lazy. Winning could get you to not be as attentive. Winning could fuck up your successful habits, uh, and you can get drunk off winning. And um, I like the way you put that: getting drunk off winning because it definitely can leave you to be complacent. Oh yeah, it can leave you to be less sharp and not have your wits about you. And uh, that's again back to Jay Z. I just feel like it's so apropos that we talked about him today with this topic because he is an example of how you could be winning and still continue to ascend and we don't have a lot of examples of people like that yeah. and even when you are winning again back to the example that i think people get jaded by you winning and uh word to lebron for instance lebron winning 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 <laughs> yeah, crazy. he's he should have three more mvps but because he's got people are jaded by him winning they're like, let's give it to someone else. So let's give it and let's put him here and all this other shit. So I feel like winning is it's like a fine line. You know, people want you to win, of course, but they don't want you to win for too long. And even if you are winning for too long, uh, you yourself have a battle within yourself because you're trying to figure out what that next step is. And there's this level of uh you could be on the other side of the spectrum. We talk about being complacent, but you might be going too hard. There's some people who win and like don't know how to ease up off a break. Word to our gentleman we were talking about earlier with the restaurant. You yeah. know, he was in the middle of a win. He was <laughs> literally in the middle of a win. Fucked it and, up. you know, he fumbled, fumbled it. it. Fumbled. He fumbled it. You know, so, you know. That Michael Jordan. We talked about Jordans. Jordan is the ghost. Yes. He's been consistent all the way through. On his personal level, he was so competitive and won so much that he felt he needed to quit what he was great at in order to go find another way to win. 
and then come back and win again in the thing that he was great at. And then he was never really a good coach. He's not really a great GM in certain no, in terms he's, of, it's a know, horrible, horrible making managerial owner. moves. Uh, and you know, but he won so much, he thought he could just translate that skill set into being those things. And My boy so didn't great. want to pay Kimball Walker, your best franchise player in history. He did not want to pay Kimball Walker to max. Turns around this year, it gives Gordon Hayward 120 ebbs. Like, I, dude, that was just mind blowing to me. And this is not a uh, franchise changing superstar. You give it 120 ebbs here. The next year's draft is projected to be one of the better drafts coming up. With the acquisition of Gordon Hayward, you now going to be like a nine seed, like, you know, or a 10 seed. Like, you know, give up the opportunity to get better. To get better and not pay your best star in franchise history. It's just. You know, winning for too and long. And it's not like Gordon Hayward was the hottest of commodities. No. He's fresh off of a, getting a new <laughs> foot, on, basically. Man. You know what I mean? Yo, even if, man. I mean, you had somebody there. You, you had, had somebody you had there. A, he made all NBA third team, like all-star. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, man. now he does. He has, he has LeVar. We'll, who he has. we'll see, man. Even my Jordans, man. I mean, but they, that, ha- they have fun. That's what I was going to get to is that like, yo, even on the product side, They've been winning so much. Oh, they, they know it's going to sell out no matter what. They don't care they about the They can come out with anymore. a plastic bag, just put Jordan sign <laughs> on it. Guess what? It's going to sell, baby. And, that's just, and they know that. Therefore, oh my they come out with things that's less than, even though they could come out. Because it's all about the margin. I heard something on, uh, I think it was Joe Rogan podcast. I'm not sure. Um, where <laughs> they said that uh, these businesses, like, what's the end goal for these businesses? And they, it was a rhetorical question because they were like, there is no end goal. It's mm-hmm. to make all the money that you can make. And they want all the money. Yes. And in turn, being that greedy, being that successful for that long, it's like, what are you willing to do to make all the money? And they're willing to make concessions. That means like slavery, fucking child, yeah. sweatshops. They're willing to decimate the environment, whatever it is. Yeah, this is the underbelly of the capitalist society, right? You know, capitalism. I'm a fan of capitalism. I love capitalism, but... There's always, you know, an underbelly and an extreme. And that is a great question. Like, to what end? How many, do we really, we don't need an iPhone every year. How many trillions of dollars do you need to make in order to be satisfied? Got a quarter billion in the bank, a quarter trillion. I'm sorry, a quarter trillion in the bank cash. Get it right to pay the price. What else do you need? You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, listen, man, Jesus is coming. (laughs) (laughs) From the agnostic one of the Yeah, there you go. JB, appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. You know, it's been a good run. <laughs> well, man, we still got one. Speaking of winning, we need to, you know, we got to still keep ascending. Oh, yeah. We have to. I mean, 2021 coming. Yeah. Tell them they can sponsor. Yes. Oh, yes. You can sponsor us uh, here. An episode. Here. Back there. Or we got uh, the Instagram. You could be a part of that. We have YouTube. You can be a part of that. So we have plenty of ways for advertisement. If you want to get your business or your personal brand out there, hit us up, man. The famously average podcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us through DMs on the IG. Um, and uh, we can talk about it, man. We got reasonable rates. And uh, we'll plug. Send all products and merch to the email. Yes. Send products and merch. We want to actually use the things we advertise to make sure. We ain't just advertising any or everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's word. Good looking JR. Good looking JB.